Well, finally something hit. Um, a couple of topics hit. Sometimes that happens with insights. And I really just wanted to stop and have some coffee with you. Sleep has been very weird. Things have been very strange. We're really just feeling things, feeling things out. Um, filling things up, right? Um, got this new, well, it's not new exactly, but well, yeah, it's this new brand of coffee called Gavelia. It's like, um, it's like an Italian branded and we got a couple of, um, coffees to try. I'll probably do an episode on coffee if you're interested. Um, I think that would be really fun. I know some of us are actually interested, so I will be doing that as even a third topic that came to mind. But I wanted to get into um, some insights. And one of these insights um, that I wanted to really go into today is talking about the effects of kind of my own perspective and experience on um, what happens to you when you stop drinking and when you feel there's some awkward things that happen and there are some, you know, things like at first you're going to definitely feel withdrawal. But if you have um, experiences, like there's ha- there's going to have to be something that drives you to stop, like... Even, um, like if you're somebody who is just like drinking is not going to be good to do the rest of my life. Now, maybe you're not, maybe you're somebody who's like, I can socially, um, have a drink and I could go to sleep at night and I could like enjoy my life and I can just like look forward to that. I, I really am happy for you. I think that that is cool. Um, one of the awkward things you're going to go through though, is when you're around people who cannot drink anymore, you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel like you can't, or like you have to constantly explain yourself. Oh, this is my last one. I don't plan on drinking anymore. Or you're going to constantly feel, and I've been noticing this with my own family and things. And I'm kind of like, you know, I've had to, I've had to consciously say out loud that I'm not drinking anymore so that I'm not being offered the drink because you have to be, when it comes to some of this stuff and you're making a major change, you do end up having to be, um, assertive in these areas. Like you can't just, when you become an adult, you start to learn, especially when you become an adult and you get out of your young adult phase, you start to learn what actually does work for me. And one of the awkward encounters, and it stops getting awkward once you learn that this is actually working, though. What does work for you, whether it's drinking, whether it's socially drinking, whether it's just having a drink to relax. I don't see anything wrong with any of it. But um, when you get to a cycle where it doesn't work for you anymore, and that's not what happens when you drink... um, and, and, or if you, if you see people around you that you used to love to drink with, it could be your family or friends, whatever. And you're like, man, we used to love to just, the kids are busy and we used to just love to, to go and drink. 
and as a family and it was like our time to talk and decompress and and now I feel like I can't do that with them and I, I just need a drink. Well, if drinking is something that you can do to relax, um, and I've done this like in the past and sometimes it ended up okay and other times it ended up really weird, but just have that drink um, by yourself and this kind of stuff and be able to um, be able to kind of enjoy it and just if you really enjoy it you won't have to explain anything to anybody and as long as you're okay as long as you're safe as long as you don't feel an addiction coming on you know maybe once a week is okay for you and that you know or like the weekend a day on the weekend is fine for you or even you know a couple days a week a couple days on the weekend or when you have a day off in the middle of the week. If it, 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 it doesn't matter. It really, it, it doesn't matter. Um, you can either find some other people who you want to go decompress and drink with a little bit um, that are in the same way as you are. And that's the thing about this kind of stuff is it's very important. And I'm going to do an episode um, and a YouTube video because I did a YouTube video on rabbit holes with narcissism and different things and I'm going to do an, a YouTube video that um, gets away from narcissism and still goes into why it's very important to be around people um, who you're working with and who you're um, involved with in any way whether that's creatively, um, business-wise, relationship. Any, any of that kind of stuff, like a, a deep friendship even. It's very important to be around people that are going kind of on the same path that you are. Um, you know, you could have a few differences, but it's a, it is actually more important than I realized. Um, and I'll talk about that. And, and it's important to kind of understand and kind of read these these friendships and relationships a little bit quicker than you normally would. Because if you don't you're going to end up accidentally misleading people and it's going to be very hurtful for them. But it's even more hurtful if you're doing that. So I'm going to do an episode on that. I don't want to get too deep into that here. But um, if you could find people to drink with that you can drink casually with, but you can decompress in other ways besides just drinking, or you can go kind of drink by yourself, listen to music, talk to people on the phone that you can you can do this with, maybe on a chat line or if you don't know anybody or if you do, you know, or, you know, virtually on um, an app like Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces or um, Zoom, you can find like different groups and stuff where you all can, can do that. But if you get to the point where there's, there's other ways and I'll get to this in a second. I know this episode is getting a little bit rambly and sidetracked, but My mind has not been in a state of recording. That's why I started with this episode first, because the other episode is going to take a little longer to really think of and and kind of think how I want to go in on it. But yeah, the um, the whole thing is is if you're drink whether you're drinking or you're not drinking anymore, um, don't try to go around one or extreme or the other and don't feel like you have to explain yourself. Um, 
And when you're not drinking, you know, there's going to be reasons that you found like getting sick or you tend to binge drink. Once you start drinking, you don't stop. That's that was my kind of problem. It wasn't that I had to necessarily have it every day, but it's almost like you may as well because <laughs> um, you binge drink so much that you get real sick. You don't stop. Um, you feel so shitty the next day and then you stop for a while and then you don't necessarily you kind of like want to drink eventually because you haven't drank in a while because you're making up for time that you binge drink before so it's it's kind of a weird thing um but you're gonna have reasons that you can kind of tell somebody like I don't want to drink ever because of this isn't and you can kind of explain it one a couple a little bit but if you find yourself over explaining this and they're trying to tell you, no, you can have a drink a little bit, you know, maybe they want you in that state of mind for some reason, or they want to feel better about themselves so that you guys are on the same path, but they want to do it their way and drinking is not going to work. And they try to keep sort of justifying it like, oh, you have to learn how to do it in a disciplined way, or, oh, you have to learn how to drink, um, in a way where, you can cut back rather than cut off or something kind of dumb. It's like, well, maybe that'll work for you, but this is not where I'm at and that kind of thing. Or the other way, you shouldn't drink at all because I can't drink anymore and I don't want to watch it. That's kind of selfish too. Like I'm not, I'm not biased at all towards any of it because I understand what it's like when you're stressed and you can have a drink, you know, I've done that before where you can have a drink and it does help you sleep better and you feel like you get a little more time to yourself and you have these hours where you're awake or you're asleep or you're passed out or whatever. And I kind of get, I don't miss it though, but, um, what I do drink and this can help if you're kind of like, if you like, because I actually like the taste of alcohol. I love the taste of beer and I love the taste of wine and I hope that more stores decide to sell these although it, it does cost it tends to cost more money to sell I imagine and it probably costs more money to it does cost more money to buy in some cases too because um, you're not quite going to get a good as good of a deal but if you like the taste and you like the um, placebo effect that it gives you you can get NA beers which is non-alcoholic beers and non-alcoholic wines and my husband and I get them a couple times a month um kind of like when we would drink before um except what's cool about it is it does have like this little drop of alcohol so it kind of makes your brain think that you're relaxing and you do actually relax from this and you can even drink to a point where you get like a headache from it. So you have and you go to the bathroom a lot and all this kind of stuff. And especially with the carbs, you get, you know, your stomach reacts a little bit. Um, just burping and whatnot, not really anything. Uh, and maybe feeling full. Um, excuse me. But they even have like original Sam Adams. They have just all kinds of ones. Um, we got... Uh, one of our favorite metal bands, Lamb of God, has a non-alcoholic beer that they partnered with called Brew Dog, and they have some really good flavors. So if you like, you know, and then actually non-alcoholic wine is really good. You can get it locally. Um, 
And it does taste like real wine and everything else. Um, some things I won't touch because I know like liquors, non-alcoholic liquors, I don't like because I don't feel like they tend, they don't have that balance. Whereas with beer and wine, it's more like, I just want to feel like I'm having a, a, a beer I just, or a couple beers or even a few beers. I just want to feel like. I'm having a few glasses of wine and you don't have to think about how much you're drinking and it's great, but liquors, you would kind of miss that like warm feeling of taking a shot or that, um, effect. And it, it, it has a very strong taste where you mix fruit with it. And it's a lot of work to make mixed drinks that to me, you could just, I'd rather have a smoothie at that point that is really healthy. Um, than to try to pretend I'm kind of having alcohol, whereas this other way, I want it easy, convenient, that kind of thing. And that's something you can do, and it just, it takes you to a place of decompression because your brain is feeling a little bit tricked, and you feel a little bit like, hey, I'm I'm relaxing, and it brings you the taste of it, the smell of it, whatever, brings you back to that place of just like, I'm, I'm relaxing, and you can have it, you know, anytime because it's not alcoholic and you don't have to necessarily some people will still card you but you don't necessarily have to be carded so just kind of you know you know that's one way another way if you want to get away from it completely which we did for a while for quite a while actually and I was really worried about the non-alcoholic drinks um making me want to drink again and so I didn't I kind of refused it for a little bit for about a year or so it seemed like and then I was like oh no and then I started to drink and I'm like this actually feels pretty good but another thing that I did to get away from alcohol and again there has to be experience and I'll probably do a deeper episode on experience over um, that'll either make you go to AA or maybe the experiences are so traumatic that you don't need AA anymore because you're like I've seen enough I've been through enough I don't even want to drink anymore how could I want to drink anymore when you have a lot that's involved there. And again, I'll do another episode. It, it might even tie into the, you got to get with people that are going on your path kind of an episode. Um, and again, it's not going to be a forced thing. It's got to be a natural thing. It's not anybody's fault if they're not going on your path and it's not your fault if you're not going on their path. It just happens sometimes. But again, we'll do an episode. But another, not to get scatterbrained, but another way if you want, if you don't even want the taste anymore, if you don't want to associate it, maybe you never will. And again, I don't blame you because for some people, they'd rather not even have the taste or the temptation because it doesn't work for them because their brain cannot be tricked. Um, it's not about having a decompressed, relaxed state of mind. It's definitely about the effects. And so for some people, the brain does not take in the refreshing cold drink it takes in this is not doing anything kind of thing when they drink it is just like learning a lot about teas and uh definitely getting in on coffee um I've always loved coffee before but I do tend to drink a little bit more of it now um sometimes not quite as much I've I've cut back a little bit but I don't feel like because it is coffee and I drink it black, I do get the health effects. Um, and I know that we're all going to have some vices and some addictions anyway, so I really don't care if coffee is the exception. That's fine. <laughs> Hence the sip of coffee. So that is kind of my take 
my very scattered take on the um, what it's like going off of alcohol. I don't know what to title this episode yet. Um, and again, I'm really feeling things out. I'm reading into a lot of things. And we're, you know, as a family, we're seeing what's going to be reliable and how we can be reliable and how what what is going to be reliable for us to really get into before we jump into anything. And so we're really reading things. We're reading life or, you know, that kind of thing. Reading the room, seeing what works. Um, I have not felt much like being on in crowded social media right now. Um, so for any of you that were expecting me on um, a Twitter space or a Zoom call, I really hope that you can understand it's kind of a weird time of year right now. I mean, the podcast is very therapeutic because I'm just talking and, um, I can hear other people's podcasts and stuff like that. And I can maybe, I don't mind DMing and texting, um, and that kind of thing. But, um, as far as being in like big streams right now, I'm kind of taking a little time to, um, just kind of be a little bit less crowded right now. But, you know, for a couple of weeks I was on and I was doing all the streaming stuff. That's why I'm ambiverted because I realize how much um, there are times I'm very introverted and need my time. And then there are other times I'm very extroverted and want that big crowd around me and get to know and, you know, shake everybody's hand every two seconds. And so it really works. It is what it is <clears throat> and whatever works. Um, at the time is kind of where I'm at. Um, that is why I'm really like making this more of a solo thing with life is art reality, because I know that I'm just more cut out for solo work and solo, um, who I am really, I can kind of hold my own and that kind of thing. Um, but I love getting to know people just in different, it's like, uh, going through phases of different ways of communicating with them. Sometimes it's in a stream and sometimes it's in one-on-one -on -one, and sometimes it's there, you know, might be a day or, or a couple days where I'm like, I, I just kind of want to focus on here and don't want to talk to anybody on the phone. And then there are days, it just depends, but, um, I'm not going to go into a lot of like the, um, the, uh, examples of communication because I've kind of already done that here. Um, and I will go into it eventually again too, but I'll probably do, you know, I'll, I'll have a reason to talk about it again. But right now I'm kind of like wanting to talk about different things that I haven't talked about in this show because like with the drinking, I've been a little bit, um, preoccupied with other people and discussing things with them and stuff. And I've felt a little bit like I never wanted to, um, alienate somebody else for their difference of life choice or belief or anything. But I do think it is important to even talk about from a non-judgmental point of view. And again, if you can have a weekend where you can decompress that way, um, I think it's cool. I wish more of us could, to be honest with you. I wish more of us had like a line that we could draw and be like, okay, this is to decompress. I'm going to have a couple, a few beers, a few glasses of wine, and I'm doing this to decompress. And okay, 
this is great. Now I'm starting to feel drowsy. I'm going to stop. Like I would, you know what I'm saying? Like not all of us have that line of discipline. And again, some of us want to, based on life experience, want to just get away from it completely. And that should be respected. And if you could have a couple drinks, that should also be respected. Um, but yeah, in my, I'm going to transition by saying you've got to get with people. And if that means that you are not with people for a while and you're kind of like working at it alone, sometimes that's better to be completely honest with you, to work at things alone. Um, it's better to have the peace for yourself sometimes to work at this stuff. Sometimes it's very, it seems like it could be very lonely, but what I've found is I've gotten very comfortable with that because I know I can work my way, um, and not have to compensate for anybody. And so sometimes that, and I'll go over that as well. Um, I know Actualize has done quite a bit of work on that and that's really helpful in, um, going through a lot of spiritual stuff alone and, um, At least it it makes you stronger in that way. And so, but we're filling things out and uh, we're still open-minded to these different things that I've talked about doing on here um, and including just different social things and, you know, um, a little focused on getting in person a little more, including, you know, what's going to be reliable, um, that kind of thing. And we're open-minded to things like church. We're open-minded to things like, um, yoga and meditation and things that even can be done. Um, and all this stuff could be done, um, virtually or solo. So it's, you know, any of this stuff can be done in multiple ways by now. So I'm going to do an episode on the path. Um, and people on your path or off your path or whatever. And I'm going to do probably the loneliness is going to tie into that. And the, um, the, uh, respecting that your path and their path are not going to be the same anymore. Like after a while and also respecting yourself to know that you might have to go a different way and to be sometimes being a little bit more on your own doing it is actually really, um, is going to be better for other people as well as better for you because again, you have the choice to do it your way. So I'll talk about that and then I'll talk about, and, um, it'll be like related to the narcissism rabbit hole video that I did because I feel like everybody's trying to psychoanalyze everybody, but it gets to the point where if you're doing that so much and that's just the basis of um, friendships, relationships, that kind of thing, where you're doing it to each other in a way, or you find yourself kind of like doing that. And that's kind of like all you do and that kind of thing. Um, that can get very, that can be a whole thing on its own that you got to manage. That can be a whole, um, so, um, again, I'll do an episode on that. Um, and we will talk again for sure. I just, um, I'm glad I was able to do this while I could, while I could have a quiet moment now. Um, so thank you for listening and staying connected. And um, more importantly, take care of your life, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, take care of each other, and let's stay connected.